1: Big comfort for everyone. Go to Bombas.com/slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the Beauty Podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro.
3: So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face.
2: One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two
3: weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Sharosta 68. Fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is
2: offering you 10% off your first order on Sol and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, Sol and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Have to get 30 30 MB get 30 MB to get 20 20 20 get 20, 20 get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
2: $45 front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than
1: 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. you're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikaela Matthews. So let's get started. While COVID-19 is having an unprecedented impact on the economy, companies like Gusto are still building tools to support your business and your people through the ups and the downs. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll, benefits, and HR to small businesses across the country. They were even named best online payroll by PC Mag, and as a listener, you'll get 3 months free when you run your first payroll. Sign up and give it a try at gusto.com/shp. That's gusto.com/shp. Hey y'all, this is a special group of Rewind episodes that I'm sharing all May. And each of these episodes shares a different aspect of the behind the scenes of how I turned my side hustle into my main hustle. So I'll walk you through how to lay the foundation of your business and how I approached it. In addition, I'll talk about opening up my LLC, my business bank account, and landing my first sponsor. I'll talk about the decision to finally quit my job and how I make money podcasting and how you can too. So... As you'll see as you listen to the episodes all this month, none of these steps were perfect. In fact, there's some things that if I had to do it all over again, I would do it differently. But that's okay. It just goes to show that you have to get started and you can course correct as you go. And if you're waiting for some magical moment when you'll have it all figured out to jump, let me tell you, that moment is not coming. So listen up and enjoy these episodes. So today I'll get into why I decided to do a 12-week sprint in the first place, how I structured my 12-week sprint, a report out on my goals and accomplishments, and finally what I learned from my first 12-week sprint. So let's get into the first part, why I decided to do a 12-week sprint to begin with. So If you've listened to my first couple check-ins for the year, you know that I got the idea for a 12-week sprint from episode 10 guest, Courtney Sanders of Think and Grow Chick. She didn't say it on the episode, but I, you know, I'm a part of her group. I obviously subscribe to her content. So I learned about it through her and I knew I wanted to jumpstart my year and attack my goals. Like my focus word for 2017 is execute. Basically, I want to spend less time thinking and contemplating and worrying and more time acting. So, I've come to see too that I actually learn more by doing than by thinking. Like, I mean, that that might go for most people, but you know, we spend a lot of time making plans, writing up to-do lists. I used to love buying things like uh, planners, and I find that those aren't as helpful for me anymore as just plain old notebooks where I write down the action plan and then attack the action plan. Like it's not enough to make pretty goals anymore. I was ready to act. Um, This podcast is, is an example, right? Like, Yes, I knew exactly, and I outlined and and gathered all the information before I actually started a podcast. I outlined everything that I needed to do. Then I checked off each bullet point, and I've learned the most about podcasting from actually putting things into practice. One other thing I knew and and why I decided to do this 12-week sprint is because Let's face it, I had some aggressive, I still do have some aggressive monetary goals. So I needed to get that much more focused about accomplishing the goals. And that's essentially what motivated me to do this 12 week sprint in the first place. So there you have that. Now let's get into how I structured my 12 week sprint. So It's pretty simple. You know, basically, instead of setting goals for the year, I wrote up my goals by month for January through March. So for each month, I plotted out exactly what I needed to do. And that's so I could see what I needed to do in the short term to set me up for the long term goals that I had. And each month, I would say had about five or so goals. I tried to spread them out because I knew they were ambitious and would each take some time. So I didn't overload the months and I didn't fill it up with easy stuff either that I knew I could accomplish. I filled it up with some meaty goals and, and also things that were really important to my business. Like if I'm serious about moving forward, these are the things that I have to absolutely accomplish in the beginning of 2017. So that's how I structured my sprint. Now let's shift gears to my actual goals and my report out on these goals, because I want you guys to see how I did. And I also want you to hold me accountable. This process is not about just saying, it's about really sharing what worked and what didn't work. So here goes. My first Biggest goal on my bullet list for January was to finally open my Side Hustle Pro LLC. So I did that. I finally registered as an LS- LLC and I used the website incorporate.com to do that. I also wrote recorded and published Master the Gram. That was another goal for January. It seems like so long ago, but I actually did finalize and record and publish Master the Gram in January. Like it was just the other day, but that's when I finally hunkered down and put my curriculum together, recorded everything. And it was a really great process because it taught me a lot about um, how to break down your knowledge into an actionable and... Um, you know, into a way that can be processed by other people because you know what's in your head. It's not as easy to break it down so that other people can retrace your steps. So that was a great process for me. Another goal for the beginning of the year was organizing all of my 2006 business expenses. And because I didn't have a business bank account in 2015, this involved some digging. And luckily I would, you know, forward and, and create sub uh, folders in my inbox. So I had all my business purchases um, for the most part, just in my inbox, if I went through the whole year, plus I tend to put things on one card. So going through my statements for the year, um, I was able to see every single thing that I spent on my business. However, that was still, it took um, some retracing of steps. And I I knew that I didn't want to go through that again. I knew I didn't want to be sifting through personal expenses with business expenses. So another goal for the year, speaking of business accounts, was to actually open up a business bank account. And I actually did this on my birthday. I procrastinated on the business bank account for a little bit, first of all, because I wanted to go in person and I wanted to use, I signed up with Capital One. I wanted to use a particular bank and I just couldn't make branch hours during the work week. And then on Saturdays, it was also very short hours. So finally, you know, I took my birthday off and I said, I'm doing this. And I went in there and it was like, just like if, if you follow me on Instagram, you follow you, saw, you probably saw me do an Instagram story about this because it was such a wonderful day and it was so symbolic of of what I wanted 2017 to be about. And I accomplished it in my 12-week sprint. And you guys, if I hadn't put that one in my 12-week sprint, I know that's one of those things that I would have continued to put off. I don't know what it is about me, but sometimes, sometimes when things seem really official and really like big deal. I tend to just like shy away from it. So that's another thing I loved about this 12-week sprint. I put it down and because it's such a short window, I was just determined to go after everything I put down on the list. So I did that check, opened up the business bank account. Another really big goal that I had for this 12-week sprint was to get my first sponsors for Side Hustle Pro. I said, enough with talking about it, enough with thinking about it, I'm gonna go after this. So I put together a media kit back in December and, you know, I slowly started putting it out there and pitching slowly, but then in this period of time, I said, okay, I'm gonna go after this aggressively. I identified likely sponsors and I identified that based on, you know, knowing my audience, knowing things that relate to starting a business, being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur of color. I also did some research on some of the brands that are big time sponsors of podcasts. So using that as a way to narrow down my target and then, of course, searching for emails and contact information, I mean... I was just going after it. Sometimes I would use my media kit. Sometimes I would try not using my media kit. I experimented. I tried out different email formats, all of that. And so... After numerous pitches that received no response, I mean, crickets, I finally landed my first sponsor. I'm so excited and I'm so proud to debut that sponsor in the first episode of April. Um, you'll have to stay tuned and, and listen in to find out who it is, but it is a major brand and I'm excited to be working together. And And it's a brand that I actually was using um, since 2011. So it's just really great that, you know, it's kind of, We've, we've been able to collaborate and partner in this way. And I'm really excited that I got a sponsor, that I put my mind to this and it's happening. It's real. It's official. You see what happens when you like hold yourself accountable? I can't stress that enough. All right. So I'm going to get into um, the last like three of my goals for this 12-week sprint and let you know how those went. So another one of my goals was to streamline Side Hustle Pro content, meaning it was a little bit um, all over the place in terms of like, I would reach out to, I'm a one woman show. So I would reach out to people. Sometimes there'd be delays in reaching out to them. I would have um, this list. I have a a huge list of people that I want to talk to. And I didn't necessarily structure it in terms of the episode flow, what would make sense. I always try to do, you know, a, Roughly three episodes of interviews and then a solo, but things got a little bit shifted around. So, what I took the time to do during this period is to clarify my goals, clarify the process you know, what really needs to happen. I don't want a VA yet. Well, let me take that back. I would love a virtual assistant, but haven't um, found that person quite yet. And, you know, it's going to take a lot for me to actually trust someone in my email, but maybe I'll give them their own, you know, sidebar tangent. Anywho, it's just me still one woman show. And what I took the time to do was to clarify. And a big part of this, I spoke about this in another episode, was really getting my email sequence down, literally plotting out every single email exchange that needs to happen so that I don't have to make it up and reinvent, reinvent the wheel each time. I'm literally cutting and pasting like, yes, you want to do an interview? Then I have my response for that. No, you don't want to do an interview? I have my response to that. The interview is complete. I have my response for that day of interview. I have my response to prompt you to share with your audience. So it's all become a part of this system. Um, What else? I And I also clarified the theme. So What I'd like to start doing for April, what I plan to start doing is to have the episodes fall under an overall umbrella rather than it just be like, you know, one week it's this industry, another week it's this industry. It will still be that way. Like, you know, you'll never just spend a month listening to people from the same industry, but there'll be a unifying thread that connects them all. And I'm really excited to roll that out and to have had an opportunity to take a step back and tighten up the show pretty much you know it's it's always about continual improvement and getting better I could very easily take it for granted and just you know throw content together but because I care so deeply about the stories that I'm sharing I'm consistently thinking of how to make it a better experience and you know I want to be the Oprah of podcasts and Oprah works on her craft and her skills so I'm holding myself to a high standard there as well so um, just giving you guys an update on that I did didn't make progress in that area, but there's always progress to be made. So that goal will probably be rolled over to the next 12-week sprint as well. Final two goals. Number one was to make an income action plan, including my budget for Facebook ads. So the reason I included Facebook ads in there too is because I have a credit card on file with Facebook and sometimes that makes it easy to just, oh, boost this here, boost this there. And you know, You're not really keeping track until in my head, I have a general sense, but I know I want to, especially having established my business bank account, know exactly how much I want to spend on Facebook ads each month and having that as a consistent line item and not going over that unless there's some huge campaign that I'm doing. So I made an income action plan. The income action plan was something that I got from Dominique Dawes. Dominique Duff, <laughs> Dominique Broadway, who has also been a guest on this show, and there I plotted out month by month what my projected products will be, what the cost will be, the projected sales, and then the estimated um, expenses. And so you know, as the month goes by, I go in and put the ex- the actuals, so that you know I'm clarifying what was actually spent and what was actually earned. It very much keeps me honest and realistic about my goals, my freedom fund, what it will take me to get to where I want to be. Um, there are some pros and cons to the income action plan because you know there are a lot of factors that go into what you earn you can put down that you want to sell x amount of one product and because of factors or things you you know you you may sell less than you thought for example so while you can use this to get a general sense and to also know what your goal is and how hard you need to work to get to that goal there are also factors that can be outside of your control Or you just might need to really be realistic with yourself about what it will take to sell that many things. And if you don't have X amount of people on your email list or in your funnel, ask yourself, are you really selling a hundred of, you know, an e-course or are you really doing, you know, X amount in sponsorships with, with, you know, a certain, um, with a certain number of downloads. So all of these things with the income action plan, you have to be as specific and as realistic as possible. Otherwise you're doing yourself a disservice. So taking the time to do this exercise has also clarified that for me. And I'm very realistic now. And I'm also um, much more proactive because I know I see literally in front of my face, I see the numbers and I see What I'll need to do to get the numbers that I want for you know each month. So, highly recommend putting out an income action plan for yourself as well. And then final two goals um, for the year. I know I said there were just two more, but I just remembered that there actually there's something else that I forgot. Um, The second and last goal was pitching some major conferences to be a speaker. I'm very much of the mindset that you have to put yourself out there and that's what I'm doing. So although this sprint, my goal for this sprint was not public speaking, I have that as a as a goal for later in the year. I, I am doing a um, public speaking session in April, but For this quarter, I just wanted to lay the groundwork. So I pitched several major conferences in hopes of doing a session at those conferences, which are happening in the fall and later in the year. And um, for most of them, I'm still waiting to hear back. So, you know, y'all can reach out to me whenever you want to. But um, I was proud of myself for putting myself out there, developing a pitch, developing a conference um, session, um, structure and outline. And we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted on where I'm speaking this year. I've had some smaller speaking engagements in February. Um, those were really great. I spoke at the University of Michigan, my where I received my MBA. And that was wonderful. And then I'm also speaking at the find your light conference put on by dart and creative in april in new york city so very excited about that and by the way i'll be giving away a ticket to that conference so if you are in the side hustle pro community you'll have first dibs at that just head over to sidehustlepro.co slash facebook hey guys it's Michaela here with a quick word from our sponsors If you have turned your side hustle into an official business, you're probably starting to see that small business owners, we have to wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are really fun, but some, like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, are not so fun. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses, fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work. But Gusto is. I've even had Side Hustle Pro guests rave about how essential Gusto has been to their business. So let Gusto wear one of the many hats in your own business. And remember, Side Hustle Pro listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at Gusto.com SHP. That's Gusto.com SHP. Hey guys, so I know that many of you may be transitioning your business online for the first time, which can be a lot of work and stressful, but it does not have to be. Acuity scheduling makes that transition easy. Acuity is a tool for booking meetings, client calls, podcast interviews, and so much more. Clients can schedule one-on-one appointments with you straight from your website. Acuity also links with video conferencing tools, so it will pull up the meeting link right onto your calendar and also share it with those clients. Not only does Acuity take care of scheduling your virtual meetings for you though, it also handles gathering information from your clients before your appointment, collecting payment or deposits, and sending reminders to your clients about their sessions. So important. With Acuity Scheduling, there's no more back and forth emails to find a time that works. I hate that. I used to waste so much time doing that. All you have to do is show up at the appointment and open up that meeting link. And if you are trying to transition or streamline your virtual business at this time, Acuity Scheduling deals with all that day-to-day back and forth drudgery for you so that you can focus on what's important. And for a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required by going to AcuityScheduling.com slash Hustle Pro. All right, last goal for the sprint. I had it in my mind that I needed to try out a five-day challenge. Like I saw other entrepreneurs doing this. I saw how successful it seemed to be. And, you know, I could only assume it was successful, but from there was a five-day challenge that ended up introducing me to my current wedding planner. There's a five-day challenge that really attracted my attention and I learned a lot. I spoke a little bit about this in the last episode and in my freebie from the last episode, but I learned a ton from Zach Spuckler's uh, Heart Hustle Souls podcast, his five-day challenge model. And I said to myself, I'm gonna do this challenge. Normally, I overthink things to the max, and it takes me forever to put together content in a way that, you know, I'm happy with because I can be a perfectionist sometimes. But this time I said, I'm just going to do this thing. So again, I gathered all of the information. I, I literally wrote it down in my notebook and then I bought myself some lights, a tripod to hold my camera, and I announced it. I put up a lead page to get people. I put some uh, money behind it for some Facebook ads, for some Instagram ads. And boom, before I knew it, we were up and running. It was almost surreal. I've never done anything that fast. And the response was amazing. I mean, I think I've added at least a thousand people to my email list just from this challenge. And not only that, but people were live and active each and every night asking questions. By the way, if you showed up for the Instagram for Side Hustlers Five Day Challenge, shout out to you. Thank you for coming down. And I really, really hope that you enjoyed it because I surely did. And it was awesome seeing the transformation in real time. Each night, people would come back and say, "Hey, I learned so much. I learned a ton. Um, you know, thank you so much for hosting this." And what I learned from that challenge—number one, I'm still unpacking all of that because the reason I did the challenge was really to introduce people to my um, Instagram expertise and to introduce them to the Master of the Gram course. But it turned out to be way bigger than that. And um, again, I'm still unpacking all the lessons I learned from hosting a challenge, but I would say it was widely successful and I highly encourage everyone to try out their own challenge. If you're interested in learning from me and in the lessons I took away from my challenge, stay tuned. I'm going to clarify all of that and probably wrap it up into some kind of blog post for you guys. So um, you know stay tuned for that it's not ready yet but for sure for sure the challenge was was one of the biggest things that I accomplished and um, it helped me to end this first 12-week sprint with a bang pretty much I mean like a thousand new people on the email list wow Alrighty. uh so those are those are all my goals guys
2: l-d-e-j-a-n-e-i-r-o and use the code ACAS 10 for 10% off
0: hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Now I want to talk about what I learned overall. Like now the dust is settling and I'm kind of taking a step back to see what was good about this. What can be improved for next time? And I'll say the biggest thing that I learned is that it's so very true that things will expand to take up the time you allot them. Meaning if you say I have this is my resolution for the year and my goal for the year is to become an official business through an LLC and set up a bank account and all this other stuff, you will find yourself on December 1st (laughs) scrambling. At least that was the case for me. Find yourself scrambling all of a sudden to accomplish all the goals you set for 2017 because you don't want it to end without you accomplishing these goals. But when you break your year down into 12 weeks like, and say, this is the deadline, all of a sudden, You'll get it done by this new deadline, by this, you know, shortened deadline, like you'll get it done. So try like, don't give yourself this long lead time to do something because you're going to let it stretch out, shorten the lead time, get it done. The second thing I learned is it may not be the perfect outcome, but it will move you much closer to your ultimate goal, right? So Obviously, if you are cramming something into 12 weeks that you could have taken all year to do, the final result may not be completely polished and perfect, but you got it done. And now you're closer to your goal. Now you can just refine as opposed to starting from scratch. So think about it that way too. That said, I also learned that I need to pace myself. So I'm Really ambitious. I'm really anxious to do so much. I have so many ideas. Um, But towards the end of my 12-week sprint, I actually started to feel a little bit of burnout, especially after the challenge. Like I put so much into the challenge. I mean, every night coming home from work, getting up there with content, developing the workbook, going through that, responding to emails, setting up all the lead pages. It was a lot. It was cool though, because I learned that I can do a lot (laughs) at once. And the more I have on my plate, the more organized I am, because I have to be, there's literally no time to spare. If I don't do it then, then it's not going to get done. So that was a great learning lesson, but I have to pace myself much better next time because towards the end, you guys, you guys saw, if you're, you know, follow me on Instagram or, um, are in the Facebook group that I had a period there where I just post, it was almost like this awesome high and then major low because this, the challenge was over and it was like, I don't know, I just kind of, things were, things were really rough and, and stuff at work and I just fell into a period of um, just being a little bit down. So I would say that if I paced myself a little bit more, I wouldn't have experienced that burnout. Um, Another thing I learned is that I'm capable of much more than I think. Um, We often sell ourselves short or doubt ourselves when in actuality, we can really kill it if we put our minds to it. So kill it, do it, do not sell yourself short. And speaking of that, the number one thing I learned is that, look, no one is going to ride harder for you than you will for yourself. If you have this business out there, no one is out there trying to be your publicist, trying to put you on. And there's no one thing that's going to put you on either. There's no list. There's no magazine feature, not even Forbes under 40 or whatever they call it. 30 under 30 is going to guarantee continued success for you. You have to wake up every morning and determine what you're going to do to push your business forward that day. So that's, what's good about the 12 week sprint because it gives you a limited window to get stuff done. And every single day counts and you have to go out there. You have to be your biggest champion. So put yourself under that pressure, put yourself in that position because I guarantee you, you will take your business that much more seriously. Now, I don't want to make this seem all rosy and glossy. I mentioned that I suffered burnout, but I also want to talk about some more areas where I fell short. Um, so a couple of things. Although I streamlined my content I did not create an intake form for pitches. That's something that's still outstanding that I want to get done for Side Hustle Pro. Um, A lot of you guys pitch me and ask me to be on the show and I'm developing a form where you can formally kind of give me a breakdown of the why and the what because I said there are a lot of people already on my list that I want to talk to. And so when I get new pitches, you know, that's just more people to add onto the list. So with an intake form, you're kind of, it gives you an opportunity to sell yourself a little bit more. And I don't have to do as much digging by going to your website to figure stuff out. Like if you're going to pitch, like truly, truly pitch, truly let me know what's happening. Um, I talked about burnout already and how I need to pace myself. So I'll skip over that. Um, Again, I did for the next sprint, I'll make sure that the months are even so that things aren't rolling over because that's another thing that helps with pacing yourself. Like if you overestimated and bit off too much in one month, then that's just, you know, excess is going to roll into the next month and it just builds up and builds up until you're like, you know, doing just so, so much. So I will be more mindful of that for this next 12 week sprint. Um, I also had it in my head and still do that I want to mail gifts to all of the guests that have been on my show. Um, my idea for the gifts has shifted a couple of times and believe it or not, they're not out yet, but that is a must do for early early on in my next 12-week sprint. But just keeping it 100% with y'all, I'm not perfect. That did not get done. Um, now, speaking of what didn't get done, I mentioned that I got my first sponsor. Woohoo. Um, I actually had really big, lofty goals. I always do. I wanted to get my first four sponsors. That did not happen. As I mentioned, I pitched a ton of sponsors and that's part of the process, right? You, you pitch 20, you might get one. You, you know, you got to learn to take the bumps and humbling experiences along the way. I think landing my first sponsor was that gave me enough of a boost and enough confidence to know that, okay, um, I know what this, I know what the value of this is. I know how important this is and I'm not going to let up. And and anyone that doesn't see that is probably not as right for this show as I thought they were. So um, I'll continue to set lofty goals, but, you know, sometimes when you set really big goals, you might just uh, fall just short of it. So just keeping it at 100 there too. Didn't get as many as I want to, but still proud of myself for going after it and putting myself out there. Um, something else that I had, I kind of added it as the at the last minute. So that's also a no-no for our next round of uh, sprints, like set your goals and don't be adding stuff in um, as you go through the 12-week sprint. So when my guest, Maya Elias was on the show, she talked about creating a tripwire funnel and I was like, oh, cool. I want to set up my first one. Did not get to that. So that is going into the next 12-week sprint. Um, I also had it in my head that in March, I was going to return to the world of e-commerce and merchandise. That did not happen because, Lord, that is its own beast. And um, that is something that I'll have to revisit in which sprint I want that to live in. So... Again, just keeping it 100 with you guys, that did not get done. So just sharing this because I know that with me being hype about everything that I did accomplish, you might not get the full picture of like, hey, the point of the 12-week sprint is not that you get everything done and you're amazing. The point is that you get way more done in the entire year when you do these 12-week sprints because now it's March and um, and I'm set up with all of these things that are going to help me to propel forward. Like as I get new sponsors, I'm set up with my business bank account. I'm set up officially as a business. Like it's a hundred percent legit and official and professional. Um, so this will only help me as a foundation to continue to build and grow. So I'm excited about that. And overall, I continue to feel the positive effects of breaking my year down into this twelve-week sprint, and most of all, I feel very disciplined in my attention to the quarter's goals. So, again, we'll keep talking. Um, you know, we'll—I'll keep sharing this process with you. But I'm absolutely planning to do this again for the next quarter of the year, and I'd love to know about you. Um, what? about your goals. Are you setting big enough goals after listening to this? Do you want to challenge yourself to step it up a notch and really commit to some of the goals you have for the year? Actually making them a goal for this quarter and seeing how far you can get. And if you are down for that, just a reminder that the freebie for this episode is helping you to get started with your own 12-week sprint. So just visit SideHustlePro.co slash 42 to get your free 12-week Go-Getter Worksheet and then head over to Side Hustle Pro Facebook group so we can do it together and talk about it throughout the next 12 weeks. Um, guys, just head on over to SideHustlePro.co slash 42 to get the worksheet, then SideHustlePro.co slash Facebook to talk about, talk about it with me in the Side Hustle Pro Facebook community. Alrighty, so there you have it guys. Tune in next time to hear more progress reports and epiphanies on this journey called entrepreneurship. And until then, I will talk to you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.
2: d-e-j-a-n-e-i-r-o com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.